Welcome to Tequila Chai Podcast. Hello, I am your host, Nati Trujillo Bound, and it's Thursday, the 23rd of July, and it's 8.25 a.m., <laughs> and it was so hard to get my ass out of bed. Today feels, I think it's the first day that it actually feels like winter. It's a bit overcast. I was planning on going for a walk, and then I look outside and I'm like, mm, nah, <laughs> and I've been awake since 5.30 just um, laying in bed and and actually just watching memes. Um, I honestly don't scroll or spend a lot of time on social media, like looking at other people's things. Like I only look at food and dogs and memes and just funny things. <laughs> so I've been thinking lately a lot about how I started doing yoga and a little bit of my journey. <laughs> I fucking hate that word. I know that I use it a lot too, but I don't know. It's a bit cringy. I started doing yoga when I was in no, when I was in uni. Yeah, I started doing yoga when I was in uni, and and thanks to my mom actually, she was the one that encouraged me to to do yoga. So this was I don't know, it was two thousand three, two thousand four, and at the time I was running a lot. So I've always been into sports. And I was playing field hockey for uni and I was preparing myself to run half marathons. Like I've run a couple and so that was my thing. And then I was going to the gym and in the gym there was this yoga teacher, like such a cool chick. Like I loved her so much. She was so like relaxed and happy all the time and I was always so stressed out. (laughs) because of uni and like I've, I've always been like pushing myself a lot so I, I always need to like calm myself down <laughs> I learned through the through the years just to be more chilled but when I was younger I was always so stressed I remember my mom always giving me like like this natural capsules of like Melissa I don't know if you have it in English somewhere but it's kind of like like a sedative, like a natural sedative. And I remember my mom giving me that all the time because I was always stressed out. So, um, yeah, so I went to this gym because I was training. Because I was not only waking up and running 10Ks on the street, but then I would grab my pushy, commute to uni, back, and then go to the gym because I was a psychopath, okay? Because I can't do something like halfway. (laughs) I need to do something until I obviously injure myself. Um... So I was going to this gym and I met this this girl and she was so cool. She had this like big curly hair. She had this like really skinny, like slim body, but she was like a rubber band, man. <laughs> she was the yoga teacher at this at this gym. And at the time, yoga was kind of like something for old people. There was not a young person on her class. And for me, it was a bit like funny because she was, she wasn't that, I mean, I mean, at the time I was probably, yeah, 20 and she was probably 30, right? Um, But I I felt like she was so cool and then we became friends because we were seeing each other all the time. And she's like, Nadi, why don't you come to one of my classes? And I'm like, yeah, no, like trying to be polite. But in my head, I was like, nah, (laughs) like that's not for me. And after months and months and months, I think one day I was, I was like tired or something and and I was like, fuck, I can't. I can't run anymore. So she's like, Nadi, come, come to my class and, you know, have a little stretch. If you don't feel it, you can just like 
have a nap. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I went to one of her classes. Like I, th- I think I borrowed one of her yoga mats. I didn't have anything. I didn't even wear leggings. I was just wearing like shorts or something. At the beginning, like, oh, okay, all this sitting and breathing. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. Because like, I'm, I'm also like respectful. Like I didn't want to be there and go like, oh, this is shit. I was like, okay, I'm here. I might as well just like give it a shot. Long story short, I was in the middle of the class, like looking around and all these old people like fully into it, like eyes closed, breathing, like touching their toes. And I was like, at the time, I thought I was like so fit. I was fit in a different way and I couldn't do anything. I was trying to touch my toes and I was shaking. Everything hurt. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I felt, I felt so bad. I had this competitive attitude always so I'm like I can't believe I can do this so I kind of felt like okay this is a challenge which now I look back and and I'm like well that's not the right way to start yoga so I decided to go to her class once a week and then I was like fuck I'm actually really enjoying this and having this other nurturing more calm practice um, apart from running and commuting my push bike, I was just like, I feel like I was just running everywhere. And I slowly started like training a little bit less, but without neglecting like my actual training. So instead of, so I was doing all my running and kind of like hard workouts in the morning. And then I will go to yoga in the, at night. And then that kind of like started to work like really well with me. I was sleeping better. And even my mom started saying to me, I feel you that you're different, like in a good way, like you're way more calmer, you're less stressed. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I've been starting doing yoga and I'm actually really loving it. And my mom was my number one fan. She's like, Nadi, keep doing this. Like I started to treat myself better. I was having more patience like with my family, with my mom and with my dad, with my brother. Um, I was like literally overall like becoming like a better person. (laughs) It sounds really weird, but I felt it. And I also feel that I was made me help me matured more as well. So then my mom was like, "Okay, Nadi, I would love for you to take this a bit more seriously. And she was the one that actually um, signed me up for my first yoga studio, like proper yoga studio. So that studio is called, um, what's the name? Yoga Shala. And that was probably, I don't know, one of the three yoga studios that were in Chile, maybe Santiago, back then. And I'm talking like you go in there without shoes, you don't speak a word, um, very traditional yoga. Um, it was this beautiful house and and you and you will sign up for the class and then you will come in and it wasn't cheap it was expensive i remember and so my mom was like i don't care i'll pay for it <laughs> you had like way nicer not enough so she fully believed in me and believed in yoga so i will go in take my shoes off silent get into the room set up your stuff and it was such a nice place that because Chile is it's cold like you know if it's not summer it's, it's freezing and and it had heated heated floors so we had wooden floors heated floors and I remember it was the best feeling in Shavasana like laying down and like with a warm floor and covered in this really nice like flannel um, blanket it was the, the best man 
Anyway, sorry, I'm like going everywhere. I'm just sorry, I'm just like rumbling a bit. Um, so we go in, and the teacher would not come in until everyone was sitting quiet, eyes closed, in a meditation posture. Which, looking back, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Even now, when you go to a yoga class, everyone's just like, blah, 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 blah. And then the teacher comes in like, okay, shut up. Let's start the practice. That would have never happened back there, ever. There was this respect, higher respect for like your teacher. And you were there kind of like, you know, like that was a full-on offering. And you it was so much respect, borderline like fanatism that uh it was a bit scary for me because i really don't i'm not into those things like i do have respect for like authority and i know that there's rules that you have to follow but i'm like this is like very culty and i don't like it <laughs> but i kept going and i and i understood like i understood how people can get drawn into it so much because you start to feel amazing. Honestly, at one time in my life, I'm like, if you guys don't do yoga, like I am better than you. Like you don't understand the things I'm feeling. Like I'm getting to know myself so much. I was, I went through all those phases. And, but then the more you practice, I think like if you stay in that state, that's where your mind is going to be. But then you kind of like enter like another level of practice and you realize again, like, fuck, I don't know shit. Like, I don't know anything. Like I'm just, I'm not good at it. And that's the key of it. Like you never get good at it. And I think that that's just like different stages of like getting rid of the ego or however you want to call it. It was fully traditional method of Hatha yoga. And then I got, it wasn't like today, like yoga flow, vinyasa, kind of like be creative and do whatever. It was very, very strict pranayama, the meditation. And I remember meeting a girl, a Brazilian teacher. Oh, I love her. And um, I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> and, and she was young and beautiful. And, and I looked at her and I'm like, fuck, like, I wish I was her sort of feeling. I had so much admiration for her. And I remember going to her class all the time. I loved her. So um, she was like my full on inspiration. Like um, I, she was so gentle. I felt like she was everything that I wasn't. I feel like I've always been like a tomboy and and a bit rough and a bit edgy and like that sort of thing so when I saw her and I looked at her and I'm like fuck I need to be like it was a good way for me to go like okay I need to embrace this other aspect of myself like get a bit be a bit more feminine a bit more nurturing uh, a bit more calm and so she was everything that I wasn't <laughs> so um and that motivated me even more so i I started to go every day. I was practicing every day there. Sometimes I will do double classes in a row. Sometimes I will go in the morning and then in the, uh, at night. And I got really, really into it. And funny enough, at the same time, when I was getting really into yoga, I got this really bad hip injury. And I think it's a mix of the impact on concrete and and then getting on the pushy. And I didn't have like a fancy pushy. It was probably the frame was too small for me. So I wasn't doing the motion correctly of pedaling. And plus I was stretching my hips in yoga. A mix of all that, I tore my labrum, which is the cartilage that holds your hip together. I, both of my hips got torn. 
at a point that I couldn't walk. I remember uh, my dad is like a trauma surgeon, like specializes in bones. And I called him and I'm like, dad, I'm stuck in uni and I can't lift my leg to hop on my pushy. I'm fucked. Like there's obviously something wrong with me. So yeah, he, we, we did some tests and he's like, yeah, your, your hips are fucked. So, <laughs> um, so they suggested to, to do surgery. I remember my dad, he sat me there with like two of like the best specialists. I remember it was like an old, older dude. And then the younger, like, you know, it was like the older dude, like the older doctor with a lot of experience. And then like the young, you know, kid that he's like, you know, going to be like the best one in the future and it was the four of us sitting there and um and they were like yeah like this is not look it's not looking good you should have surgery and make sure that I don't know we can fix it whatever and I was I remember crying and feeling like shit I was so overwhelmed I was like oh my god what am I gonna do and then after that I went for a, I think I went for lunch with my dad and he's like Nadi I don't think you should I don't think you should get surgery and I'm like, dad, what I should do? And he's like, if you have surgery now in five, maybe eight or 10 years, you're going to have a surgery again. And I'm like, so what am I going to do? And he's like, just stop running, do something else. And I'm like, dad, you don't understand. Like running is everything for me. I've been doing it for years. And that's kind of like my medicine. Like I run, I listen to music. I think about life. I get my shit together there. And if you run, you'll understand what I'm saying. I remember being so sad about it. And because especially at the time I was competing already for like half marathons and, and I remember looking at that older women running and I'm like, that's going to be me in the future. Like I'm going to run forever. And then this happens. But then the silver lining was that because of that injury, I got really into yoga. And that was probably the beginning of like why I took yoga so seriously. And then when I finished uni, so I studied architecture, which was six years not because it took me six years. It's an actually six-year career. <laughs> it's horrible. But I finished uni and then I said, I said, I want to know a little bit more about yoga. Like, what is all this thing? My boyfriend at the time had a TV show where I was working at, like helping like with the production. And I was doing a couple of things there, doing a bit of interviews and stuff. And we, ha and we, we had a um, TV show called like Vida Sana, which was like, like healthy life and so I was working for them and all, and they will pay me in like things you know I will be I will have like okay we will interview to say I don't know a brand and I will get like free clothes like free leggings and stuff like that which at the time was great like I was still in uni I was like not working or anything and it was just a fun thing to do like I had so much fun with the first studio that I started training at uh, yoga yoga shala we did like an ex like a trade like an exchange so it was like okay we'll film content for you and then nati can study um, yoga which bless my ex and his dad because that was kind of like what got me into yoga like more seriously um so yeah so we were you know doing content for them so that was really fun like back in the day that wasn't a thing like creating content for yoga like doing yoga videos and then posting them online or on tv was like unknown no one was doing that so very proud of it <laughs> uh, so yeah so i studied yoga for a whole year 
So it's not like like now that you go to Bali for a month and then you become a yoga teacher. It was intense. It was an everyday thing. So apart from going to class, like theory, you had to do heaps, heaps of training and hours of class and to really become a yoga teacher. Like I remember being under the yoga shala's owner kind of like umbrella. So he will teach a class and then I will literally sit next to him, like behind kind of like helping out, assisting, making adjustments for the students. And I'm talking like his classes were like 50 people in the class. Like it was massive. And he was very respected. So it was intimidating as fuck. I remember sitting there and just sweating my ass off. I was so nervous. <laughs> Until one day he would be like, okay, Nadi, now you teach this part. And I'll be like, holy fuck. And then everyone would look at me and I was like, <gasps> okay, this is me. I'm like, okay, now close your eyes. And I'll be like fully, fully sweating. So it was full on like getting into it. But, you know, a month went on, two months, three. And then at one point he was like, Nadia, I think you're ready to teach. And I'll be like, oh my God. It was like almost like he gives you his blessing to go like, okay, now you can teach. So I started with, I think, two classes a week and like building up a little bit more, like, you know, my style as well, because I'm like, this is me, you know. I can be respectful and honor all the tradition, but also I'm like, well, life and like this is the modern world, you know. So um, it was really, really cool to have my own class and kind of like I had my own voice and it took some time, took a lot of time to feel confident. Okay, so so I was teaching a couple of classes a week at the studios and other places as well. I was doing some um, one-on-one and this started to kind of like you know evolve and like get bigger and bigger and bigger and I was also developing on my own time in my house like the fit yoga method so like I told you before like vinyasa and flow yoga wasn't like a thing back then like the modern yoga that you see today and um, and I was, you know, kind of like mixing things up and just making them my own and, and making yoga classes a little bit more fun and like not too serious. And and then I started teaching, you know, to my friends and, and I'm like, fuck, I feel like I want to have like my own little class or my own little studio. And and that's when, so my best friend at a time in, in Chile, she was married at the time to this guy that owned a, a surf shop. And I convinced them to rent me the second floor <laughs> of the surf shop. And I totally like renovated it. We, we put like new floors. I painted the whole thing. We put mirrors on it. It was so cute. And I opened my yoga studio and I called it Fit Yoga because my yoga is like kind of like a fitness oriented yoga. And that's how I became with the Fit Yoga name. <laughs> that it started properly in 2009. I even had... I even own the domain, you know, fidyoga.com and all that shit. And now I think about it, if I could have just stayed with all that idea, probably I will be a millionaire right now. But, you know, I'm not a businesswoman. I'm not a saleswoman. I just do what I like and I go from there. <laughs> I go with my heart and with my gut. It was such fun times. So that was in um, 2010 or something. Yeah, 2010. And then I had my yoga studio, my own yoga studio for, um, yeah, three years until in 2013, I left. I left Chile with one-way ticket (laughs) 
to a um, to Thailand. I went there to study the 300 hour advanced Ashtanga, I think it was. Yeah, but it was more, it was full on Ashtanga, but also it was very like, because Ashtanga is the base of a vinyasa. So I just wanted to be like really good at it. So then, because when you know the, the, the basics of how the Ashtanga practice works, because in Ashtanga, one, one posture prepares you to the next. It has a reason why you have that sequence. So um, I'm like, yeah, this is perfect for me. And then I left a uh, one-way ticket to Thailand and, and I left Chile. <laughs> um, and I did that course and then I stayed traveling in, um, in Southeast Asia. And after a few months, I came to Australia. And that was my yoga journey. And then when I came here, when I came here to Australia, um, obviously no one knew me, you know, so I had to start over like from zero. And funny enough, how is this? I made friends here with Travis. He was probably one of my first friends. He owns a surf shop here in the Gold Coast called Board Culture. And, and I said, hey, like, and you know what? Like, it, re- it was really fucked up. Like, it was almost the same layout of, that, of the other surf shop in Chile. Dude, it was like the Twilight Zone. When my mom came to visit me and I showed her the surf shop here, she fully looked at me. Her eyes were like wide open. She's like, Natty. And I'm like, mom, I know. Don't even say it. It was like a parallel universe. Oh, even think about it. Oh my God, I've been through so much shit. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to go into detail. But um, yeah, and I said to Travis, like, do you want to do yoga? Like upstairs, I'll be like so fun to do yoga for surfers. And, and how, that's how we started. And I was teaching for free. On a Saturday morning, I was teaching free yoga for the guys and, and that evolved to like, you know, okay, one on Saturday for free, one by donation during the week and then, okay, two during the week and one free on the weekend and then that evolved to like, okay, $10 a class and then that kind of like started to grow and grow and grow until another yoga studio here opened up called Miami Yoga Room and they were such beautiful people. Um, they called me so I could, you know, teach there when they opened the studio. And I was like, fuck, amazing. Yeah, I would love that. So, so that, that happened. And, and I worked with them, I don't know, for two, years, two or three years or something. And then I got called from Bohem Yoga, like the other studio, like to, to teach there. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so that was kind of like my journey here. Um, and if you are a yoga teacher or if you're wanting to like be a yoga teacher, man, like don't look at other people's like story because you have to make your own. And I started from the bottom, like fully knowing nothing, fully being scared, um, doing a lot of shit for free because I didn't do it for the money. Like I yoga makes me feel so good. It helped me so much in so many aspects of my life, like healing my physical body becoming a better person to myself, um, accepting, um, being more compassionate to other people and like, you know, giving myself space to be different, to change, knowing that nothing is permanent. Like it's for me, yoga is amazing. It's the best. And and it's a very cyclic practice too. You know, it's not a linear thing like, okay, the more you practice, the better you get. No, the more you practice, you can get better, you can get more flexible, 
maybe and that means that you yeah you're better flexibility you can be able to do handstands fucking stand on one finger amazing but then maybe the work is a bit more internal and more spiritual and you know everyone has their own teachings and learnings as well so um so yeah that's a bit of like a summary of why and how i got into yoga and and right now today as in the 23rd of july or 2020 i am not teaching at the moment in any studios i am keeping my practice to myself i'm being a little bit selfish because i need it um during this pandemic i fully went inwards in the best way possible to heal and understand myself um, to work on my relationship with my husband um, to become a bit more aware of the people that I let into my life and it's yeah it's been really really great so maybe in a couple of months I will go back teaching at studios I don't know I'm just fully embracing it and loving it really and yoga started for me so I don't mind get taking a couple of months of teaching so I can nurture myself and from here I grow and then all the things that I learn and that I embrace I could go back offer them to whoever wants to join me <laughs> that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening I can talk about yoga forever so it was really hard for me to keep it short <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it just a little bit of of my journey <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Tequila Chai Podcast and on my personal account, Fit Yoga Mermaid. And I also have another yoga account if you are into like free yoga online, the Fit Yoga Movement on Instagram as well. My only platform is Instagram. So because, you know, I'm old and I can only handle one. <laughs> Thanks so much again and love you, love yourself, love others and have a great day. Bye.